everybody. It's Tim, Horror Movie Yearbook. I'm joined by one Mr. Willie Gibbs. What's well, up? Willie, this is, our, this is our second attempt at recording this intro. So let's, We had uh, technical difficulties. Let's do it. Let's do it right this We're time. We're going to make it happen. I'm really bummed, though, because I got this new thing, and I can hit applause. I, I was talking about this before. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, here, pretend like you're pressing an applause button, and I'll... Okay, it's, I think it's it's on the soundboard. It's button C, so here we go. Click. That's basically what it sounded <laughs> like, apparently. The other thing, too, is it sounded, it just in my earphones, it just sounded like white noise. <laughs> Excellent. What other sounds do you have available on that thing, that uh, on, the, on, the, on the recording device that does not work? So what I can do is I can set up four sounds, and they can be anything I want. I just have to my record word. them and put them on there. My. So this is going to be trouble. Oh, no. Completely. Once I figure what, out what's going on with this uh, with this recorder. Uh, this I, is going to ruin our show. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna turn into the like a fucking morning zoo crew. In here. Oh we're no! Gonna, we're just like I'm gonna have some sort of weird like. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, wah, yeah. I will have like porn music playing. Oh through boy! Anything that's even remotely. This is gonna be good. Sexual. <laughs> this is gonna be good. It's gonna be a disaster once I figure this thing out. So um, enjoy this final standard <laughs> episode of horror movie yearbook because they're not gonna be around much longer. Uh, Willie, we got some feedback. A little bit, yeah. Um. <laughs> it was good, I think. It was, yeah. It was very helpful. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, feedback from a uh, friend of the show, Alan. Uh, Alan, you had asked in the email uh, whether or not I am on our Discord. I am on our Discord. Um, I I think my posts show up as Willie, uh, W-I-L-L-I-E. I think you'll see me on there. My, I guess, Discord na- handle, I don't know, is Hemo Williak. Yes. I, I'm on there. You will see me post on, not often. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am, yeah, I, I am not great about that, um, which is also why I'm answering your email uh, three days after you sent it to me. Um, so, uh, Alan is awesome because uh, he was recently in Cincinnati not so long back uh, for an Inter-Miami versus Cincinnati FC soccer game. Yes, and I want to mention real quick, I'm, a, I'm an MLS fan. I'm I, My team is Orlando because we don't have a team here in Detroit. Yeah. But my wife bought me an Orlando uh, City jersey Excellent. one time when she was down there a shirt. So I said, though, this is my MLS team because I like soccer quite a bit. Um, Excellent. And so, and Cincinnati, I know, has a brand new stadium, beautiful stadium. That must uh, be the one that Alan, I, I'm assuming Alan went to. Alan went to. So, yeah. And uh, Inter Miami is my rival oh. uh, in Orlando. And they're one of my rivals. So I would have been cheering for Cincinnati. I see. So. Well, he mentioned that the, the stadium in particular had really, really cool atmosphere and, and was, was the stadium was very nice. Um, uh, also mentioned one of the uh, restaurants we were talking about going to the Taste of Belgium. Uh, he uh, he did go to the Taste of Belgium. Uh, said he was feeling a little bit. Uh, he had a little bit too much fun the night before, perhaps. Mm. But that the brunch, it sounds like, was was delightful regardless. Brunch is always good for. A yeah, bit it always makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, you got a brunch. You got to go to brunch food. I don't do brunch very often, so no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm open to many types of brunches. I suppose. I'm not opposed to a brunch. Yeah, I just don't. Do that I like often. the old chicken and waffles. Um, yeah, because that's a nice like in between. Sure. Uh, I guess that would be. I, I mean, biscuits and gravy is just like what. what, what oh, like I love biscuits, biscuits, biscuits and gravy. And gravy. Yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, there's a breakfast guy. place down the street, literally down the street from us, Tim. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Golden Grill, it's called. Yes. And uh, it uh, they have a um, a country skillet, I believe it's called, which has a. Covered in sausage gravy. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. With, on a bed of crispy hash browns. Yeah. Tim. <laughs> oh, I think we've talked about uh, Little Chef in Mount Pleasant before. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. They had the same thing. I think it was called that. So. Delicious. Or something similar. Um, but uh, Alan also was kind enough to provide us a list of 20 or so places for nightlife uh, 
vibes. Uh, Ellen, I need you to let me know, uh, and Tim know, and just fill us in. Uh, out of all the places you went uh, during your stay in Cincinnati, which places do you think we'd most likely bump into uh, horror hound guests after the show, like like Skeet? Yeah, and maybe, Matthew Lillard and stuff. It, like, where do you think they're partying? And maybe like probably just you, the hotel. But maybe like when you uh, when you write back to us, like let us know. Like, here's where I think Nev Campbell is most likely to be, and here's where I think Tony Todd is most likely to be. And maybe it's the same place. Oh yeah, break it, it down for us. Break it down. Like maybe look maybe, at that guest list and be like, I bet I bet Tony Todd does this. Nobody goes here. Yeah, yeah, maybe I think we like maybe he goes to a cigar bar or something, and oh, maybe yeah. ne- Nev likes to go to a nice like. Like a wine, like oh drink yes, some wine yes. or something, or maybe I mean maybe Tony Todd does too, but like or maybe like Skeet likes to wants to know where to go to like a rock club is like where where you can hear some uh, like like good punk club. Yeah, so yeah. Like, Spend you know. a lot of time on this, <laughs> and then we'll read the whole thing on the show and kind of take credit for what's it. My, what's my, what's the place in uh, Flint? Uh, is it Flint? I'm thinking of, or I don't know. I don't even remember. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um. Alan did mention he wanted to make sure he shouted out a place called Brew Dogs. It's a Scottish brewery. And um, he said, for sure, check that out. And he said, get the Elvis juice. Don't, right. I don't know what the Elvis juice is. I don't want to know yet. I don't want to know either. Yep. I'm excited to find out, though. So anyway, thank you, Alan, so much. That's so cool. Um, really appreciate all that feedback. If you would like to send us an email uh, with anything you want us to talk about or you know, send us more information on inside information on where we can hang out with Skeet, after the uh, horror hound convention, uh, right, basically we just want to hang out with Skeet Ulrich. That's all yes, we want to do. Please send us information on where we. Can I don't hang even know that we want to hang out with him. We just want to make sure. We just want to be able to say we're in the bar with Skeet. <laughs> I don't even know if I want. Like I don't even know if I bro- I bother him. You know. Yeah. I think I just want to be like, look, there's over there at that table is Skeet Ulrich because it's funny. It, like it's fun to me. That's kind of how I am with yeah. celebrity sightings. I like to just be like, I like to go, hey. That guy's over there. That's why you were such a big fan of going to uh, WrestleMania. The wrestling shows. I don't like to. I, I don't like to talk to these wrestlers. Yeah, you don't want like to go to the meet and greet. You want to just like. I like. I want to watch them from a distance in a bar. In their natural. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Sure. I like to observe. I'm more of an observer yeah. than anything. Yeah. For sure. Um. Anyway. Uh. If you would like to send us feedback, uh, horrormovieyearbook at gmail dot com. We are on Twitter at hm yearbook. You can also find us on Facebook, and Instagram, and all the socials by searching for horror movie yearbook. Tim, what are the game nerds up to right now? I, I hear they're doing a little horror themselves. Very, uh, they, a nice little Valentine's Day episode. A drop down Valentine's Day. They're excellent, talking about excellent. Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2. You ever play yes. the first one? Nope. Cool game. I uh, didn't yes. get much of a chance to play it, but it's very cool. Is Zombies this, and first person. And Is this a time-based game? No. What one am I? Uh, kind of, kind okay. of, kind of, kind of. Because I'm of. so bad at those. It's not time-based in the sense like where the game is timed. Where the game is like you have to beat it in under a certain. That's why I never could get into Dead Rising. I love the idea of Dead Rising, but there's like an internal clock. The Man, whole that's what I'm thinking of. That's so what you're thinking of. It pissed up. me off. Like, why can't I turn that off? I don't want to do that. I just want to take my time. Uh, Dying Light has a day-night system. Okay. So, like, kind of like a lot of the Zelda games, I think have a day-night system now. Yeah, like um, you can sleep until a certain time and get up. Right. And you'll right. Have different obstacles. Different, Absolutely. Yep. yep. Environment changes and stuff. With Dying Light, uh, basically, that what you want to get back to. A safe zone, like a home base, which you can uh, build and create, I think, by expanding your reach. Uh, you want to get back to one of those before nighttime hits, because at night the zombies become like super fast and strong and stuff. 
So there's some really creepy moments where you're like, oh, uh, the sun is going down and I'm way farther away than I need to be. Yeah. So it's, there's some fun stuff there. But yeah, trailer looked really cool. I saw it last night watching uh, watching Wrestling. Uh, they played the trailer on TV and uh, it looked really neat. So yeah, excited to hear about that. They're also playing Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus. Arceus. I still don't, I, I don't Arce- know. How to... I like to say Arceus. Arceus. I, I like Arceus. Arceus. It's like yes. Dr. Zaius. Yes. Dr. Zaius, Dr. Zaius. I knew you were going to do it. I, I, one of us was going to do it. Pokemon Arceus, Arceus. Pokemon Arceus, Arceus. All right. Arceus. There you go. <laughs> Listen to Horror Movie Yearbook for that kind of Crabby. that kind of original content. <laughs> you can <Crabby> only... <laughs> some, some like high school parody songs, yeah. You can only get Arceus, Arceus here. Um, awesome, man. You ready to hop it? Hop we're gonna hop in the time machine. You're yes, the time machine. Let's do it. I'm ready. Um, oh, we are going back ex- to 2000. Yeah. Wow, there's a bit of a thing here. Le- explanation here. So, House of the Devil came out. It was a festival movie. Yes. I think it had a limited theatrical run, but where we remember it from, and part of the reason why we wanted to do this tonight is because it's kind of a reevaluation from the first time I watched it, the first time we watched it, and I was not a huge fan of it. We'll get into that a little bit later, but we're gonna go back to February. February. Second, can I ever pronounce that month? February. Uh, I have my, uh, <laughs> I have my issues with pronunciation. I've, That's right. I've exhausted that on this podcast. But anyway, uh, <laughs> February second, two thousand and ten, because that's when this came out on DVD and probably just DVD, right? I think it had a boutique VHS at some point. Probably, yeah. But no, DVD was was pretty much it at this point, right? Um, yeah, it wouldn't we, have come out on Blu-ray. The last yeah. VHS I remember getting at Family Video when I worked there was Forty Year Old Virgin. It was the last VHS. I tape believe I the last VHS that was like produced like that was History of Violence. I okay. want to say the cor- which is kind of amazing that it was a Cronenberg. That movie. rules. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of amazing. Excellent. So, uh, Willie, so we're going back to two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Can you give me a time machine noise? Ding ding. That's my family video. Uh, that's the when you have to go hello. When the customer walks, remember they they want. Do you remember that if you were with, not a store manager because they didn't really care that much, but like if you were with like a district, like if like one of the the higher ups was visiting the store, and those were the worst days, man. They <laughs> weren't they the worst. Yeah. Uh, I love how we can freely just talk about this stuff now because we're so far removed. Um, dude, if you didn't say hello when that thing dinged. Oh my gosh, they were. They'd be on like, top "Excuse me, can you? Don't forget, like, come really." Yeah, it was insane. Insane. <laughs> that place had a very cult-like atmosphere sometimes. No, it totally did. <laughs> anyway, it totally did. Why didn't you say you didn't say hello to that person? Yeah, like I don't know because I was busy doing a thousand other things. Yeah, it wasn't personal. I'll say hi when they walk up. Don't worry. Was it ever personal? No. Uh, Not saying hello? No, I, I mean, if I didn't say hello, I generally... There were a couple times I saw someone come in and I went, I'm not going to say hello. To yeah, them. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I Luckily, I remember the good customers a lot better than I remember the bad customers at this point, mm-hmm. at this point in time. Uh, but I remember a couple bad ones. Me so. too. Me too. But we're talking about the video because I have a February... Uh, brochure. Now, what is ah. the brochure? This is because this was your this is your guide, uh, yeah, to the video store, or at least my guide to family video. Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you walk in right in the front counter where you, where we'd be ringing people up. You'd have a couple spots where you could pick up your family video brochure, you know, and it would be like May of you know 2010 or whatever, right? And and you'd have like a week by week breakdown because videos always came out on Tuesdays. That was new movie day. I yeah. don't know why. I don't know if that still is a thing. I'm not sure, but. That's how it was back then. 
And uh, so it would break down and no, you know, other than date wise, it would, wouldn't have any specific order to it that I could tell. Like the bigger movies were usually up top. And then if you're looking for some of like the lower budget, probably House the Devil stuff, like you'd want to look towards the bottom of that that given week. Right. Um, but I would have a whole list, whole list of stuff you could uh, you could check out. So we're going to run through this brochure, and I'm, we're going to do it a little differently here. I just popped in my head okay. what we're going to do here. Yeah. We're going to build an old uh, Rent 3, Get 1 Free oh my. bundle. Oh but my what goodness. we're going to do is, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to pick one from each week, in, each a movie from each week okay. in February of 2010. And then at the end, because I don't know how you used to do your Rent 3, Get 1 Free. There was a deal at Family Video where uh, you could rent three new releases and get one free. What I used the way I used to do it is the first three movies were ones that I really wanted to watch, and that fourth one was like a bonus to where if I got around to it, so when we get to it, we're gonna pick out the three that we yeah. really want to watch, and then we're gonna put that one as like, oh, this is the one. We're I like that approach. I feel yeah. like I took that approach at some point. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so we're gonna do the second, Amelia, which is an Amelia Earhart movie. I do not remember. Oh, okay. House of the Devil. All right. House of the Devil is really talking about Love Happens, starring. Jennifer Aniston and Aaron Eckhart. Did you ever see this one? <laughs> there was. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. In the two, the early two. There were so many Aaron Eckhart movies that all looked very similar. Aaron Eckhart's one of those actors that I always like think about Family Video when I think of him because he was so big during yes, that. Very like, prevalent during that uh, span of time that I worked there. That yeah, for sure. Ungbok, the Tony Jaa sequel. The second one. The second one. Okay. Oh, Ongbok 2. Excuse me. Yes, thank you. Sure. Planet Hulk, the animated feature. That was pretty good. Triangle, which was a horror movie. Was that a found footage? Was I don't. I've seen it, I think. I don't remember anything about it. Was that with Melissa? Uh, Melissa George, yeah. I think it was oh, a mini series like yeah, or something, yeah, isn't yeah. it? What's it's that? Not e- isn't it a mini series? It's not even a movie, is it? No, nah, I think it's a movie. Is it? Okay, yeah, I must be mixing it up with something else. Yeah. I don't. I, Maybe I didn't it. see this. I don't know. Uh, Universal Soldier Regeneration, which is one of those later Universal Soldier sequels that I quite like, actually. The Wanda Sykes stand-up special. Okay. I'm a be me, and then Zombieland came out. What a, oh. this is a pretty good week, right? Yeah, that's a, a good week. week. That's a good week. So, what's your pick from this batch? Uh, it'd be Zombieland. Okay. Uh, I would rent Zombieland. Yes. So you've rented Zombieland. It's out for me. <laughs> uh, I've gone in there. That's okay because I'm going to run Universal Soldier Regeneration. Excellent choice. Yes. Uh, because I already I've already seen Zombieland in the theater. Actually, I did too. So maybe I should. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next week, the ninth, Couples Retreat, starring Vince Vaughn and Kristen Bell. Oh, that is not a good movie. <laughs> it's the one where they go and uh, yeah, they go to like they're couples and they're on a retreat because that's a fighting. bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Steven Seagal in A Dangerous Man. Oh, man. There were so many Seagal movies. <laughs> like direct-to-video ones. This is oh, one of those, goodness. yeah. This is one of those where they found a pic- They had a picture of Steven Seagal, and they've just kind of thrown him on the poster. I'm not even convinced he's in the movie. Dante's Inferno, which looks like an animated That was thing? an animated uh, movie based on a game called Dante's Inferno, based on a PlayStation game, which was kind of a God okay. of War-type game. Um it's pretty sweet. A movie called Endgame, mm. which is weird because I just jump on IMDb to uh, look it up real quick, and yeah. there's a, an NBC show coming out called Endgame, and there's a giant. Oh, that's weird. Uh, there's a, yeah, giant thing. Endgame movie. I don't know. I don't even know what this is because it's not even first up on IMDb. Interesting. Yet. I'm not going to look too far into it, and I can't click on it really because this is an internet archive. I hate Valentine's Day with oh, oh Neil Vardalos and uh, John Corbett. Okay. 
What a reunion. Uh, yeah, that's a, g- a big fat Greek wedding reunion, mm-hmm. right? Is what that is? Yeah. All right. Now, I did not title this, so do not get me in trouble here. Uh, midgets versus mascots. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Because I remember thinking like, wow. Yeah, what is that? I don't, I don't know. I, it's probably pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. The Penguins of Madagascar, which I hated because we, it would always be playing at the video store. Okay. Just a Serious Man, which is the Coen Brothers movies. Movie a serious serious moonlight with Meg Ryan and Timothy Hutton. I remember that video cover. Yeah, stepfather with Dylan Baker, <laughs> the stepfather and the time traveler's life. This is not as good of a week. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd probably rent the stepfather okay. out of morbid curiosity. I guess you know what? Oh no, I saw. I remember now. I saw a Serious Man in the theater, so that's out of here. I'm not gonna do that. I'll rent. No, I've already got one action movie by. Uh, in my bed. I guess I'm stuck with uh, the time traveler's wife. There you go. You were thinking about renting uh, Seagal, right? I was thinking about renting Seagal, but that would mean I'd have to put back Universal Soldier. Yeah. You, you know can. what? I haven't seen, take it back. I haven't seen Couples Retreat. I'm going to rent that. I want a comedy in my bed. Okay. No, I don't. We're going back to the time traveler's wife because I just went to the next week and I want a comedy from there. Excellent. All right. February 16th, Black Dynamite. <laughs> That's what you want. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Kevin Fever 2, Spring Fever. That's Is that Ty West? Yes. That's the one he took his name off of, I believe. Yes. So double. Interesting. From Mexico with Love, which is an Antonio Banderas boxing movie. Okay. Good Hair, which is the Chris Rock documentary. Okay, yep. Halo Legends, animated feature. All right. Law Abiding Citizen. Which is a uh, dynam a pre dynamite special uh, AEW on TNT. They run it all the time. Yep. Uh, or they used to. Or they used to be a pre dynamite special. But that's the um, Jamie Fox and Gerard that? Butler Gerard Butler jam. Remarkable power. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Scooby Doo Abracadabra movie. What are you running here? Ah, uh, Law Abiding Citizen for sure. <laughs> and I've got Black Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. So the last week Sick. of the month here, the box. This is the uh, Richard Kelly, uh, Cameron Diaz movie. <laughs> Dead Snow, which is the zombie movie. Double Identity, I don't remember that one. Everybody's Fine, which is a Robert... Oh, my God, this is the Robert De Niro, Drew Barrymore, and Sam Rockwell cover that haunted me for a while. Oh, it's horrific, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's one of the worst photoshops. The Informant, which is the Soderbergh Matt Damon movie. Okay. Motherhood, which is the Uma Thurman movie, where she's like, Okay. Oh, my mom, I'm stressed. Uh, the Trailer Park Boys movie, the Sorority Row Ro- remake, Nurse Jackie season one, <laughs> The Vampire's Assistant, or Wrong Side of Town with Dave Bautista and Rob Van Dam, which I saw and is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you got from this uh, This one? Well, but I, what were the first couple again? The Box and Dead Snow and Double Identity and then Matt Damon's Informant. I'd probably rent Dead Snow. Okay. I'm going to rent the Sorority Row remake. That, I actually think it's kind of fun. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun, and I don't have a horror movie, actually. So, all right, let's recap, because then you're going to do your, you're going to pick. By the way, there's, uh, I don't know if you remember on the old Family Video website, there's entertainment news on the side. Oh, my. Uh, the One of these headlines is, uh, The Way Home Shows the Emotional Range of Dean Cade. They did a, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mel Gibson will not be making a cameo in, Hang- in the Hangover Two. Is that news? Like that just seems like something that was not going to happen. I like he was supposed to. Oh, was that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he like 
I think well, he, he was going to be in it, and then the people got all pretty blowback. upset about it. Yeah, yeah some blowback because so. that would have been around the time that this was really yeah. taken yeah. taken hold. All right, so you have your your Pixar Zombieland. Yeah, the stepfather. Yeah, <laughs> law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding citizen. And what's the last one? You Dead think? Snow. Dead Snow. What's your uh, What's your free one? Yeah, my free in that batch. Yeah, uh, the stepfather is the free one. What's the one you're most excited to watch? Uh, Zombieland. Zombieland okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And mine, uh, mine was Universal Soldier Regeneration. The Time Traveler's Wife. That's my favorite one. That one is just like, I got to get this. Uh, Black Dynamite and Sorority Row remake. So I'm going to actually, my I'm probably going to double feature Black Dynamite and the Sorority Row remake. And then I will watch Universal Generation. And then I will forget to watch The Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah. All right. I got to yeah, that, figure That's not even going to get watched. Before we move on here, I have to figure out what this movie is. Which movie? The Time Traveler's Wife. That was the one was with Charlie's. Uh, no, that isn't it. Is that's the astronaut's wife? <laughs> no, this is the uh, this is the Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm only renting this, I guess. Like, if I got a like a nice little uh, like a date coming over, sure, so on the movie night. Why not, Eric Bana? Um, uh, yeah, you were thinking of the astronaut's wife. <laughs> that weird ninety like nineties thriller with Johnny Depp and Charlize Theron. That's a strange film. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. So is the time traveler's wife. Yeah, also strange. Excellent. Great choices all around. We're talking about the House of the Devil, which we was are. also on that list. What the reason we're talking about this is? I wanted to. We wanted to, but I wanted to pick a movie that I hadn't seen since it came out, and that I had a really negative reaction to at the time of its release. This is one of our few, like, full-on disagreements we've ever had, I think, about a movie. Yeah. Where, like, I was pretty, like, no, Tim. And you were, like, pretty, no, also. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like this movie. I watched it about the time, I watched it on DVD around the time it, like, came out because this movie, and I'll get into my initial reaction to it, and I'm going to throw to you for yours, but I remember the hype around this movie being pretty big, and it was one of those things when I was on the internet, like, on movie sites, all the time. Like, if I was on the internet, I was looking at movie sites, and I was looking at movie reviews, and I was looking at message boards, and I was looking at people going to festivals and reporting back, and I was, um, Ain't It Cool News, Chud, uh, Dark Horizons, all those, uh, all those different websites. I was on those constantly, and I was looking, I was looking at people's reviews of these things, and this thing got really, really good reviews. This is one of the first examples I can think of, of, for me at least, one of those smaller festival-type horror movies like kind of blowing up and then me seeing it and going like, what's all the fuss about? What are you guys talking about? Um, the other thing too, so I was, yeah, so I sat down, I watched the, I did not like it at all. The other thing too around my time of watching that played into my initial reaction is I was uh, I was very impressionable at the time in 2010. So I would, I would re- read a review from someone that I normally agreed with and like their review a lot of the times would seep into my head and it would like become like gospel for me and I would mm. dig in my heels and I would use that as like kind of backup like no 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 no, this is why and this was why and I'd be like pulling from that review so the other thing too is I was yeah I was still in my formative formative years but this was also around the time when I was maybe talking to people 
about movies, I was stepping outside of my comfort zone a little bit too, because I grew up like a, a horror fan watching horror movies. And like, I was, I'm very, I could be very protective of the genre in some ways. So like when someone, when this hit with someone who wasn't like a horror fan, they'd be like, they would point to this movie as kind of like, Oh, that's really good. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to see this. Like, this is lame. This is just ripping off better movies. <laughs> yes. So I, I was, I was very much that kind of person too. Very, very awful. Just, just annoying as hell. I'm sure. But I think a lot of this played into my reaction because as I watch it now, I am, I'm a little bit lighter on it. I don't, I don't dislike it at all. In fact, I like quite a bit of it, uh, quite a bit of it. So I've, I re, I have reevaluated it. I still have my issues with it. But Willie, what was your reaction initially to the House of the Devil? Man, um, yeah, like for me, I remember thinking, I you know, sitting down and watching it, and um, at the time, just feeling like it was really a breath of fresh air to me. Um, and maybe I hadn't seen as much of the indie stuff that was coming out at that point in time. I hadn't given enough of it a chance, but this one I was like, man, this feels like kind of a, uh, a throwback. It's very much a throwback. It's intended to be in a lot of ways. Um, but it felt also felt fresh because of that to me. And I remember thinking like, I felt like though there had been some really solid horror, um, over the course of the, the preceding few years, I felt like this one was like, man, okay, we got we have a, a strong, clearly a strong a low budget, but a strong low budget horror movie, and I hope, you know, I hope I can see more of this. And I remember thinking like, Ty West is somebody to watch for sure, and 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 uh, being excited about whatever he was going to do next. And um, I think that that for the most part, yeah, I think that still holds true for the most part. Um, yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed it. Right out of the gate, uh, I, d- I I would agree with anybody who says it definitely is is a bit on the slow side. <laughs> it does definitely takes its time getting to anything that would be considered straight horror. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed it. I was a fan for sure. And like you you kind of briefly touched on here, this is one of those first and we've talked about a little bit like the mumble gore is what they've yeah that, yeah yeah that kind of low budget character driven indie horror movie right. that I that really kind of around this time this is one of the uh, one of the early examples of it and probably one of the better examples of it too because it is very low budget and it is very obviously influenced sure it, it wears its influences on it Halloween sleeve. feels like an influence in this one yeah. to me like, uh, that's one of the one certainly one of the movies that I go okay this is. This feels very Halloween. Right. So. But, I mean, yeah, filmmakers like uh, Joe Swanberg and uh, Adam Wingard kind of uh, as well. So a lot of guys that are uh, doing bigger stuff now as well, too. So. Yeah. Uh, the, the Duplass brothers have done a couple horror, but they Yeah, are, they've done a couple things. Yeah. yeah they've spun, uh, like, a lot of it spun out of, like, the mumble core is what it was in those early, late 2000s, mm-hmm. early 2010s is kind of what it came up. So, yeah, this time around, just my general thoughts on it. I like it a lot better than I did. This is only the second time I've ever watched this movie because uh, I rolled my eyes. I think that it is, I'm still not super crazy about it. It's very padded in the middle. I think the middle yeah. por- portion is very fatty. It feels like something that is a short film with a strong beginning and end that they've just uh, added <laughs> minutes to basically to make it feature length. I don't, have too much of an issue with some of the stuff that happens in the middle. The 
problem I have is it doesn't add for me. It doesn't add a lot of tension. It's just kind of her walking around, <laughs> yeah, and playing pool, and like I, I don't feel as if there's any sense of dread. Uh, she's just kind of doing things and listening to music and all sorts of stuff. So, but we talked about it is. You mentioned it being kind of a slow burn, and it is very slow. But I do think it at least delivers enough in the in the finale and the climax um, that that that's what you have to do for me is like if you're gonna go slow with it you've got to deliver something at the end of it mm-hmm. so something cool and something kind of crazy and i think this movie does enough of it and i the 80s nostalgia is i think one of the things that was pointed to about this movie and some of it kind of irritates me still yeah agree. Uh, <laughs> like the, the the title sequence and stuff like that feels t- too like much for me a little bit too unless cute. you're tarantino i feel like don't do that stuff yeah it's a little bit too cute and but there is kind of that whole satanic satanic panic stuff going on that plays into the movie mm-hmm. and that happened that was going around because i think this movie's set in 83 and that was kind of blowing up around the time too so a satanic panic of the 70s and 80s so yeah um willie what about this time you said you you liked it as well you still like it yeah i still do um More or I, less? I, I uh i like it about about the same maybe slightly less and i only mean that I only say that because I think that this is kind of a uh, a prototype for a lot of the lower uh, budget, more independent horror stuff that we would see in the following decade. Um, and I think a lot of those movies accomplished what House of the Devil is trying to do even better than House of the Devil did. Um, so I think in retrospect, um, I, you know, there's a lot of movies like that, right? That They're the first... But they aren't necessarily the best of their type. They're they're an early example, but but people are able to improve on that that style of filmmaking and that kind of you know. I I mean I don't think I think without movies like House of the Devil, and there's a couple other ones that I think right around the same time that are all are equally as important to kind of the resurgence of lower budget horror movies. Um, but I don't think we'd have movies like Autopsy of Jane Doe. I, I think I mentioned that to you or. Devil's Candy, and those are a couple of examples of like lower budget horror movies that have like blown me away in the last, um, out of the last decade or so, and and so, I think there's a lot. I think uh, Ty West and this movie are owed a lot of praise for, I think, proving that there was a place for these types of movies again, like uh, movies that didn't need a studio backing because we've we had plenty of great studio horror as well. I mean, there's lots of cool studio horror over the last ten years. But but a lot of that it's people coming from this from independent this horror type, that yeah. have graduated up this and that's a good I want to bring up the time frame too of where we're because we're getting a lot of those slick Platinum Dunes remake style movies around this time too right we're getting the torture porn stuff and the, that's kind of what's going on in the big budget we're yes. found footage as well so this is a little bit a little it's bit different it's almost a counterculture to what was going on with the studio stuff at the time and I'm not saying the studio studio stuff was bad necessarily I'm just saying it was not it was very obviously focused on one thing you know a lot of the j horror remakes were happening at the time that we were kind of on a downslope from that but it was still they were still happening like you said, the slasher remakes and the the horror remakes were still kind of rolling at that time so yeah i mean it was and a lot of these filmmakers around this time those independent filmmakers are showing their influences being kind of those masters of the 70s and 80s yeah. and then yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of how that will carry us yep. into what we've kind of gone into now which is like yep. stuff like the Halloween remake about all that so yeah for sure so no I still enjoy it quite a bit um you know like I said it is a little little too slow for its own good at times if I'm being completely honest um I do think that the ultimately the 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 climax does work for me you know um like I said it has been done I think uh 
similar versions of this story or vibes have been done better since, but that shouldn't be necessarily knocking this movie, uh, a complete knock against the movie because I think it still holds up pretty well. So, yeah. Yes, and uh, yeah, Ty West has gone on. He he did a couple movies after this: The Innkeepers, The Sacrament. He did a segment on VHS, but he's done some TV too. And I I've mm-hmm. liked a couple of. Uh, he worked on the Scream show, which I like quite a bit. Did the Exorcist yeah. show as I well. I think he did the Scream episode where the guy gets killed by the Thresher, like the. Remember that I guy believe getting... so, yeah, because I was yeah. I was taken aback, yeah, because we were both like, what? <laughs> I yeah, and I remember going, this is Ty West. This is like, <laughs> this is the first Ty West thing I've liked. <laughs> this is way more fun than Ty West should have been. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, but I do think honestly, I think I'm looking forward to. He's got a movie called X coming out yeah. this year. That is, I, I butchered the description of this real quick, so I want to. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's about it's in 1979 so it's another period piece but it's a group of young filmmakers setting out to make an adult film in rural Texas when their hosts catch them in the act and they fight for their lives basically I, the trailer looked pretty cool so Sweet. honestly I'm I'm looking forward to it because I do think maybe some of the TV structure maybe um, might be kind of interesting to see he's done a lot of TV these last five or six years yeah. so it might be kind yeah. of interesting to see how he's grown as a director so yeah. Um, and I know people, I don't think I've ever, I never, I didn't like the innkeepers very much and a lot of people did, but mm-hmm. I think I liked a segment on VHS. I never got around to seeing the sacrament though. Sacrament's good. Um, my only issue with the sacrament is it's very, it's a, a pretty, a relatively accurate like depiction of the, um, the Jim Jones, uh, Jonestown right. thing. And, if you go into it knowing a lot about the Jonestown stuff, you might not enjoy it as much purely because you've already kind of... I, I've watched a lot of documentaries. I'm fascinated by cults. I find that I find it fascinating and terrifying. But I find myself watching documentaries about these because it just it, it's super fascinating to me. So I knew kind of everything there is to know at this point, it feels like, about Jim Jones. So by the time I got around to the sacrament, I was like, this is good. But it feels like a dramatization of... Like an actual, you know, I don't right. know. So, your mileage may vary. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump into the Yeah, plot. this is, an, we <laughs> should mention, there's not a lot of plot or character here. So, this is probably not going to take us terribly long to get through. We're going to spend a lot of time on, on the subject of pizza, I think. Yeah, I've got some, we've got some pizza stuff coming yeah. up that's going to be pretty fun. Uh-huh. It is a 1983, though. Frustrated with living in the dorms with her oversexed and messy roommate, Samantha Hughes. Oh, wait. With her messy roommate, Samantha Hughes, played by Jocelyn Donahue, rents a small apartment. Mm. Although, the, although the landlady, played by Dee Wallace, agrees not to charge her a deposit, Samantha still needs to come up with $300 for the first month's rent. She answers an advertisement for a babysitter. The man who placed the ad tells her that he and his wife need her that night while they attend a party to watch the lunar eclipse. The moon will be entirely in the Earth's shadow at midnight. Although he behaves oddly on the phone, Samantha's desperation leads her to accept the offer. Offer. All right, so that's like the first part of the movie. I got to talk to you about this. You see a sock on the door, and I know it's early morning. What, I the know. roommates? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you do? You see a sock on the door. You hear what's going on on there. Do you knock until they answer? You just go f- finish your walk. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to take that long. Just walk around a bit. These are college guys. Yeah, college guys, college ladies. The, 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 yeah, this is not going to be a... Um, go get a coffee. A tantra <laughs> situation. It's going to be... This is, a, this is an early morning wake up quickie basically yeah, yeah. Is what's happening i'm right not now. like should we do this before i leave for the day like before i take off yeah why not 
This is I I woke up like this. Let's, let's go for it. Let's get rid of it. This will be really easy. <laughs> this is really easy for both of us. So she sits there. This may this may have been why I had an issue with this movie too at the at the time. She sits there and she knocks on the door like a maniac until until like she finally gives up. And yeah. I'm just sitting there like, hey, hey, leave them alone. They were courteous enough to put a sock on the door to let you know what was going on. They could have said nothing. Yeah. Done nothing. Um, you ever see? Yeah. A, you ever see? A, you ever get the old sock on the door? <sighs> no, not that specifically. I'm trying to think if there was ever a situation where I was told to see myself out. Probably at some point. I don't know that I ever see. I never lived in a dorm or uh, on a campus or anything like that. So I never really had a situation where I had a roommate in that sense. When I had roommates. Uh, I lived with a couple guys for a long time. It was in a house. So yeah. everybody, you weren't just going to walk into your buddy's bedroom. Like, if, you know what I'm if saying? If the door was shut and someone's girlfriend or a lady yeah, you or just, whatever was over. Yeah. And yeah, you just, Even if nobody, if their door was shut, I'd be you, like. You just leave it alone. Yeah, they want privacy. Gonna, yeah, I would, like, wouldn't knock on it. Unless it's like a, like something you need. If I needed help with something yes. and I was like, hey, John, are you here? Or hey, whoever, are you here? Like, yeah, yeah. I'd knock on the door. Or I'd text them and say, yo. You awake or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, she couldn't text anybody, but you know, this is period. But no, I would not bang in the door. No. What do you know about lunar eclipses? You a big lunar eclipse guy? Um, I mean, I know that the 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 moon is blocked out by the by the uh, the sun, right? Yeah, or sun is blocked out. What's that? Oh, the lunar eclipses, yeah. yeah. Or the solar eclipses, the sun is <laughs> blocked by the moon. Yeah. What's the one where you got to get the glasses from Seven uh, Eleven? Solar. Do you remember? Do you remember when our past president looked directly in the eclipse? <laughs> one of our re- more recent presidents. One of my favorite photographs <laughs> of all time. The best. <laughs> Just, oh God, that was good. That was so I good. like to think that he was like. I'm going to prove that this can't hurt me. And he's right. just like, let's just do it. <laughs> but then I was like, no, he probably just didn't. Didn't someone run him glasses or something? Didn't someone hand him glasses? Yeah, he was like, put the what, f- his wife? what are you doing? Everybody running him was wearing glasses. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> you think you ever get the 7-Eleven? No, no. I think I... Maybe I did. I, don't, I, I did not. Somebody I know had an extra pair and they're like, you want this? And I'm like, yeah, because he can't get them anywhere. So you get those for a solar eclipse. For a lunar eclipse is when you start sacrificing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't sacrifice. You can look right at it. Yeah. But just make sure you're killing a like a virgin or something when you you're don't doing it. Sa- don't sacrifice anybody during a solar eclipse. No, just look at it with the cool glasses. <laughs> get yourself a Slurpee and some glasses. Do you trust the manu- the 7-Eleven as a manufacturer of glasses that are supposed to protect your eyeballs no, from they are burning 100- sun rays? No, but I think I've used them before because I, they're very cheap. Are you good, though? Are you... You've- no, my the thing is, I'm like legally almost blind without contacts anyway. So I'm just like, yeah. what's it gonna hurt? I yeah, mean, at this point, I'm just finishing the job earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so, fair enough. So I just, I remember I got a because we had a solar eclipse at work one time, um, up at where we, uh, the office where we used to work. In. Sure, yeah. I remember I I bought some and they were like the cheap kind, and yeah, I think yeah, someone yeah. saw me with them, like, hey, dude, take this outside. <laughs> These outside. I know you got those from Seven Eleven, but Seven Eleven is just trying to make a quick buck. Oh yeah, like that's where I borrowed glasses. somebody's. That's right. That's where I borrowed somebody's because I didn't have any, and I'm like, somebody's oh, like, here, take these, and I'm like, these look sweet. They were like welding style stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like welder's goggles. Like I felt like I was 
going going to the mines or something. I don't know. That's pretty rad, though. <laughs> the last thing I want to mention. I don't know what that means about this beginning. And you mentioned the title card. I kind of like the title card a little better, just the look of it. But that moving in stereo uh, ripoff that they put together, yeah, by the cars. Um, yeah, it's a bit much. Apparently, it was yeah. The guy who worked on it, he just he he threw it together, uh, like because he wanted it moving in stereo, but they probably couldn't get the rights to yeah, the cars moving in stereo. And I don't think it's a it's not my favorite. Just pick a different song you can get the rights to. You a Cars fan? Yeah, but I like. I'm not. It's pretty basic. My favorite Rick Ocasek stuff for me. He produced a lot of good Weezer albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was really in with Weezer. So yeah, you a Cars guy? Yeah, um, my I should say my three year old daughter's a huge Cars fan. Okay, like big, like she wants to just like play. Uh, um, uh, what is the song? God, my brain just shut off for a second there. Maybe it was the sunlight finally getting in my eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know. She requests the Cars. And she likes it. Shake it up. That's the Shake one she it likes. up. Shake it up. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Moving in stereo is a good song. They should. Yeah. Oh yeah. Best friends. I'm looking at car songs right now. <laughs> best friends. Good. Samantha, yeah, they got some good jams. Samantha's best friend Megan, played by Greta Gerwig. Uh, yeah, drives, which I forgot. <laughs> drives her to the job. We're about to talk about Greta here. Quite a bit, Greta's like a big like indie like. She's in, a she, she just did director the little, now. Yeah, she did the Little Women. Big time. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, big yeah, time yeah. now. And she's married to Noah Baumbach, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, yeah. Uh, she's big time. Yeah, no, she did some. She started off as like an indie actress. Did a lot of like the smaller budget, like this kind of stuff, like independent stuff, uh, film festival stuff, and things like that. And then like just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, she's not like a mainstream actress or or even director necessarily. Well, I guess Little Women. I mean, Little but, Women. But, was, yeah, but, but I mean, that but was she, one of her first. Yeah, she's kind of worked her way to that. It's really cool to see her career kind of. You know, she did a movie yeah. called Francis Ha that I like quite a bit. Yeah, I think Francis that was, Ha. Yeah, I think that was something she directed. It was, it was, it was fun. I liked it. I like mm-hmm. Arnold Um So she drives her job, which is at a secluded house in the woods. There, Mister Allman, played by Tom Noonan, the man who placed the ad, reveals that Samantha will not be babysitting, but taking care of his elderly mother-in-law. Samantha tries to back out, but. When Mr. Ullman offers her $400, she agrees to stay over Megan's objections. Megan leaves. On the drive home, she stops in a nearby cemetery to have a smoke. When her lighter malfunctions, a young man, Victor, A.J. Bowen, who's in a ton of... Love A.J. Bowen. Yes. He's in a bunch of mobile gore stuff. Yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, suddenly appears in the window and offers her a light, and then asks her if she's the babysitter. When she says no, Victor shoots her in the face, killing her. <laughs> got two things to talk about right here. This headshot's an all-timer. It's insanity. It is good. It It comes out of nowhere, and the whole face it blows up. Yeah, it's nuts. Sorry, Greta. Um, thing number two. Love Tom Noonan. Big fan. Always love to see him pop up. If I showed up and Tom Noonan answered the door for any job I was doing, I would turn around and walk away. You got to get away. (laughs) No, you don't trust Tom Noonan. Uh, Tom Noonan was the Frankenstein's monster in the Monster Squad, of course. Yes, one of my favorite movies, and also uh, has a great supporting role in one of my other favorite movies, Heat. He's so. in Heat. He's in RoboCop so. 2. I don't remember in RoboCop 2. He's great in Manhunter as well, which was the yeah, original worked, Hannibal Lecter movie. He's worked with Michael Mann a couple times, right? Yep. What yep. was he? He was, uh, I looked it up because it was bothering me. He's in The Last Action Hero. He plays the Ripper. That's right. Yes. That's which right. is a very scary performance. That scared me a lot he's as a really, kid. He's really, as a kid, yeah. I'm a big Last Action Hero fan. It's though. sweet. Yeah, that, it is that sweet. movie rules. Ahead of um, its time. But you don't mess with, goof around with Tom Noonan. You walk away. All right, let's do this now. Yeah. We got to talk about the pizza. Okay. So we're we're bringing this up for a couple. There's multiple re- pizzas in this movie. 
There's a lot of pizzas, but I think the most memorable pizza stuff is with Greta Gerwig. What yes. is she doing? How? What is her strategy with eating this pizza? Tim, I don't understand. Well, she, it, it, the whole situation is strange. The whole that whole scene is weird. They're they're sitting down together at this pizza place, and she's eating her pizza. But she's taking bites out of random spots on the pizza, it seems like. She's ripping off parts of it. She's She's also biting, the like, the side of the slice. Yes. Like, the- not the front, where you usually... It's not the apex, not the point of the of the triangle. Yeah. Where people usually start. And this I would, is not a Pizza Hut one where they told you to eat it backwards because of the, the cheese right. crust. And even if it was... Even if it wasn't that, like, even though it's not, I would accept it. Like, maybe she likes to eat her pizza backwards. I'm not going to judge. Different strokes, different folks. What is it? Yeah. Yes. But she's like biting the side of it, and then it's like eating a hot dog, not from one of the ends. It'd be like or eating like a hot the, dog in the center. Yeah, or like the people that eat the burritos in the middle. Yeah, what's going on with that? That is actually not a bad strategy, though, because then you can dump the hot sauce if you're a hot sauce person. You bite in the middle of a burrito, you dump the hot sauce in there, you just keep going. Really? Yeah, but but then like it comes apart in the end. Mm, never mind. Let's 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 uh, let's strike that from. The I gotta back. let that simmer. Um, <laughs> But so she's she doing this, the and then she complains terrible. that the yeah. pizza sucks, and then she takes her friend's slice, yes, and starts eating that like a maniac too. Yes. Then she starts pulling it up. She's tearing pieces off of, like you said, like small bite size. You know, like I cut up slices of pizza for my daughter, right? Who's three, right? Because you know, a slice of pizza, like I mean, I'm sure she can handle a full slice, but like. I want to make sure she enjoys, you know, dipping little slices. He likes to dip it in ranch. She's mm-hmm. like her dad, you know, little dip in ranch there. So I cut it into smaller pieces. She's got kind of like pizza sticks almost. Yeah. Uh, she's three. And Greta Gerwig is pulling off weird clumps of... <laughs> it's weird. It is very... And this is a scene that's gotten attention before. Like, people have talked about this whole pizza thing before. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's so this is the second time I've watched it, and this time I couldn't do it. There's exposition in this scene. There's like a, there's like plot in this scene. And a I fair amount. I can't pay attention to any of it because it's so distracting how she's eating this pizza. It's weird. It's the most... And she's chewing loudly. She's she's going to town on this pizza. It, it, it looks delicious. It's a good-looking pizza. It is good-looking pizza. Is this the most distracting pizza-eating or pizza-related thing since uh, Cobra when he cut the pizza with scissors? <laughs> Cobra, when he cuts the pizza with scissors, is a lot. Um, it's a lot because there's never an it takes explanation. Takes me out of the movie. The entire it's the rest insane. Of the movie. Like, why did that guy do that? It takes a while for me to get back. I love Cobra, though. Um, I know you do too. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, yes. uh, the the you know it's not distracting, but there's a great pizza eating scene in that second Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. Remember the opening with yeah. the the cool sound songs are playing. Pizza too, yeah. Yeah, Kino's gonna go deliver pizzas, and like the one lady, she bites into it and she like pulls it off, and the cheese is like, and I like, for like the next three or four minutes of the movie, I I just keep thinking about the pizza. pizza here, like, I and then the uh, waxwork shout out to Waxwork Records. They're not getting paid by them to do this, um, but they're awesome, and you should check them out. They have a uh, they did the uh, Ninja Turtles to soundtrack on vinyl and so uh the, the track list that track is called new york pizza and i was like all right they know what's up <laughs> anyway so yeah she's a maniac so let's do this i want to do the segment real quick actually okay. this might dive real well it'll be quick enough sure. i want to in honor of the delicious batman calzone oh that has taken you've the had dish. the batman calzone i have had i've had two great i've had a crazy calzone and a batman calzone about the same thing 
they're the same thing. The Crazy Calzone was better, but I don't think it was Batman. I think it's where I got the Crazy Calzone from is a better Little Caesars. Where'd you get the Batman one? Here? The Batman one was here. Oh, no. The crazy one was up north. And you are brave to get a Batman Calzone at this one, buddy. Here, I got a... Uh, Alex told me, the founder told me the same thing. I got a stomach of steel. Nothing hurts this You must, boy. buddy, because Nothing hurts I've, never had an, I've never had worse issues from a... Whatever. That's a terrible Little Caesars. Anyway. My, 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 uh, yeah, my wife got super sick from that Little Caesars. Not me. No. Not me. She, like, it was, I was worried. I was like, I got to take you to the hospital if you don't get any better. And I'm Man. sitting here, but... Not me, not me. So the uh, the Batman Crazy Calzone is like a, it's shaped like Batman. Someone compared it to a pad, like a maxi pad, because <laughs> that's what it looks like. It. Looks I like really it. appreciate real quick. I just want to mention my neighbor next door, who waits until nine thirty to start snow blowing, <laughs> his entire driveway, right next to my and my child's bedroom windows when he's retired and has nowhere to be in the morning. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry. So uh, your child will be waking up very soon. Yeah, pretty psyched about it. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's do this pizza segment. What we want to do is we want to create some horror-themed pizzas, much like the yes. Batman Calzone, for some horror icons. I'm going to get us started here because I've got five of them. Um, you got some here? Or are you gonna I'm going to wing them? it, buddy. You're going to wing I'm it? I'm winging it, yep. Yes. All right, so my first one here is a classic. It's Demon's Damn Enchilada pizza oh so what i'm thinking is this demon from uh friday the 13th he's the one that goes to the bathroom that's part five yes yes yes. yeah he's part five he goes to the bathroom he goes he's damn enchiladas he runs so it's almost like a like because they've had you know plenty of mexican pizzas right yes yeah something like that or so this is gonna have chicken enchilada sauce poblano peppers onion green chilies this really needs to be kind of sloppy though kind of like a gas station style enchilada something like really kind of like you regret eating obviously as demon does yeah but like you you eat it anyway because it's it's a damn fine enchilada pizza what do you got what do you got what's here excellent um so i was thinking i I want to think of something for freddie right because i thought freddie seems like a pizza guy like he seems like the kind of guy who'd get down on some pizza and I would, I was thinking like a, there is a pizza in one of them, right, with the meatballs. That, yeah, that's yes. right, that's right. So I was gonna go because Freddie's face looks like straight up sausage. It's gonna be an Italian sausage topped pizza, but I mean really, really topped, like like extra Italian sausage. But it was gonna be a well done pizza. Some folks like yeah. the crust a little bit crispier, and and I'm not talking about a thin crust, a crispier, more well done with that slight burnt taste. And it's Freddie, so it's yes. But he would have sausage on it, no question, and it would have banana peppers on it. Because Freddie is, he's not a jalapeno. Right. He, But he's got a little bit of spice. <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be sausage and banana peppers for Freddie. But if the the crust would have to be not black, but, but blackened. <laughs> Maybe like a wood fire. Yeah, yeah, kind of like, yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah. The next thing I've got is a... Uh, it's not really a pizza itself. It's a pizza ball. It's the Critters Pizza Ball. So this, of course, is inspired by the Critters Ball in Critters Number 2. They make these things called pizza bombs, and they're just basically rolled-up pizzas. So what I'm thinking is... Interesting. You just put a bunch of them... Never in, heard of this, by the way. Yeah. Just, like, you could do it. I think... Um, What's uh, Eric Andre? I think like I don't want he had like a, a stoner cooking show or something. <laughs> Eric Andre rules. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I was looking around and yeah, you just put it in a big ball and like you just gotta eat it like a pizza ball. But you put a bunch of these maybe in a bowl or something and maybe I don't know. I'm not like an expert in cooking, but maybe you put some sort of glaze on it to make them stick together, like something that makes them stick that would like fit well. I don't know if I like a honey glaze or something. Okay, like but something that would make them stick together on a ball so you could just kind of pull them out. So. Interesting. That's my Critters pizza 
pizza ball. Um, I was gonna. Uh, my next pizza would be, um, the Killer Clowns, like a sweet treat pizza. Yeah. Now we've had dessert also pizzas. Also, another movie with a pizza scene. They show up and they have the pizza. They open it. Well, clowns pops out. That's right. Yep. Good call, man. How I, I, that, <laughs> I remember my that was pizza not scene. that was not intentional, by the way. <laughs> um. But uh, so we've had plenty of dessert pizzas in the past. I think you know. Uh, I think a lot of pizza places now do like the chocolate chip cookie pizza, basically. A big thing. Or yeah. yeah, it's a big thing. So, but I'm talking about this is like a sweets pizza. This is like all the stuff you got on a Halloween night in your goodie bag on a pizza, just like a decadent, like now. Now I would you'd have to start with some sort of. Maybe a graham cracker crust base, mm-hmm. or a. I'm trying to think of another good bread, another sweet bread that you could use. Probably a graham cracker crust, and you would use uh like a pie, um, like a like a cream cheese icing for your cheese layer, oh. or a chocolate icing, whatever you prefer. Now you could go to one of two ways. You could get kind of crazy and go with more of like a a savory sweets. So we're talking like your chocolates, your creams, your pretzels, that kind of that kind of the peanuts, things like that that mix it up. Or you could go like fruity sweets, and you could get crazy and throw like like it'd be like Skittles and like sour worms and shit on the pizza. Yeah, like this is like because I, I feel like that's like a killer clown thing to do. It's like those really like tart like that sweet. would be what I would go go more so now. Would you mess with cotton candy? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what you could do is you could do a little. Uh, little cotton candy uh, layer over the crust. Mm. So that's your final bite is that little bit of cotton candy. Now, I don't know how well that's going to go with uh, with uh, graham cracker. No, but this, you don't, I mean. It doesn't you, matter. You order this cause, because it's wacky, it's crazy. It's that's the, the whole club. point, yeah. exactly. This so is, yeah. that'd be the fun of it. Um, Yeah, for sure. I'm going to do my dessert pizza next then, too. Uh, this mm. is called Candyman's Sweet Home Chicago Pizza. Okay. This is a this is a Candyman. So it's very similar to yours. Mine is going to be Mars Wrigley. The company was based in Chicago. I think they're moving out of that. But of course, Wrigley Field. But it's mm-hmm. it's all one. So what I've got is kind of like a like a chocolate style pizza um, with M and M's, Three Musketeers, Twix, Mars, Milky Way. Oh Man. yeah, yeah. Just throw it all on there. But here's the kicker, and here's what makes it the Candyman. Tap it off. With a little bit drizzle of honey on top. Honey drizzle. Yeah. A That's bit nice. I like that. You got to have that touch. That's important. Yes. So Excellent stuff. Th- there's my dessert pizza. Um, you, you got any more on the spot here? We'll do a couple <laughs> more because I've got two more. Um, one of them's quick and one of them's very long. <laughs> um, my only thought was that you do you can do a an Antonio Bay, uh, Antonio Bay, uh, like a like a seafood style? seafood pizza. Yeah, do, <laughs> I've been looking for seafood pizza. Uh, you try um. Uh, Amici's. Uh, Amici's. What do they got? What is it like? Uh, yeah, shrimp ones. They got a shrimp. Uh, pizza. They have a barbecue shrimp mm. pizza. Mm. It's got barbecue sauce, caramelized onions, shrimp. Dude, I was like in heaven. It ruled. Got to try Amici's. Okay, it's really. They they have a legit like seafood pizza too, where it's like cod and stuff like that, and and, and I think they use like a not a tartar sauce, but it's I think it's more of a mayo base for the sauce. Okay. But try that. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I'll keep that. So, But an Antonio Bay, uh, Antonio Bay slice, you know, where it's, uh, but I, I, I want to fold, I want you to be able to fold it up like a, like a New York style slice because you want it to look like it's a ship sailing the sea, you know, like a pirate ship sailing the sea. You want a big, nice, bold fold style slice, 
but I, a little bit a little bit of imitation crab on there. Not real crab. We're not getting that fancy. A little right. imitation crab. That's gonna um, drive up the price. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. A um, little bit of little. Uh, what kind of fit? Like a like a mm, like a, a haddock or a, Antonio Bay is over by the. Um, trying to think of a good what's, a good, what's the good Atlantic. Fit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, like no, it's by the Pacific because it's uh, California. It there, oh, I couldn't yeah. remember if it was Maine or. The it's it's uh, Cal- Cali, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the film the film was shot in California. I, I believe it. I think Antonio Bay was. I we're, think it takes place in California. Okay. I have to look it. So up. we're looking for like a, a fish. Um, yeah, what's a nice like Pacific, Pacific Ocean fish? But something that's affordable, you know, something that you would, would you'd put on a pizza without feeling guilty for it. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. List of oh boy. But yeah, some imitation crab I mean, on you've there. got salmon, you've got wild-caught salmon, you've got Pacific halibut, you've got halibut, rainbow nice. trout, you've got yep. tuna, trout, cod, mackerel. I like the halibut. Some halibut, little shrimp on there, so like a nice seafood kind of medley on oh, there. Oh, of course you've got sardines as well. Excellent. Yeah. All right, uh, what about anchovies? You could put anchovies on there, feeling a little saltiness. I think that's what most, yeah. Uh, but you use an Alfredo base, mm. sauce base, instead of like a red, so like an Alfredo-type sauce um, on the pizza, yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know that there's a way to incorporate the fog in that, but I like the seafood aspect of it at least. Yeah. Next one I've got is Ghost Faces Ghost Pepper Pizza. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is going to have, it's going to have like, it's going to be California style, of course, because it's Woodsboro and all that. It's, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's going to have chicken, it's going to have red onions, it's going to have cilantro, and it's going to have a nice little ghost pepper sauce with it. A nice little little spicy sauce with it. So there you go. That was kind of a quick one. Ghost faces, ghost pepper pizza. You know what? I think you've got to shape it like the screen Yeah, you mask, can do like the though. screen mask. Yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about shapes or anything, but I think you got to shape Well, you could get crazy with that. You could do a jack-o'-lantern one, you know. Let's do it. Let's do one for you on the spot here. Let's uh look at your uh look at your DVD rack, pick out oh, a horror Lord. movie. We're going to try it. We're going to try this. Yeah, let's build one uh yeah. based purely on I'm going to pick out Oh, the blob. The blob. What do you do with the blob? What do you do with the blob? Right? It's kind of gross. This is the remake. This is a Chuck Russell. Can you make a Jello pizza? Is there a Jello pizza that's that's doable somehow somewhere? Let's, let's look. <laughs> Jello pizza. Well, no, you could do like a uh, like a Jello fruit pizza. Yeah, yeah. You put like a you put like a strawberry like a strawberry Jello, and you put like fruit inside of it. This is another dessert pizza. But yeah, I think, yeah. Could do that for the blob. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You put some pudding on there too. Okay. That'd be nice. Um, I'm gonna do my last one here. Yeah, do real it quick. Let's hear it. This is called Doctor Fives Ten Plagues. Oh. <laughs> so if you recall, uh, Doctor Fives, the movie Doctor Fives, he kills all the people based on the ten plagues. That so, movie rules, dude. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. It's, I was trying to go off the beaten path a little. Is bit. Is that a here. Hammer movie? No. Uh, no. Uh, no. Okay. But yeah, I don't even know who produced it. But I was uh, curious. I couldn't yeah. remember if it's Hammer. Yeah. Um, the plagues are. So I'm going to run through these, and I'm going to try to mix, and you can yeah. help me out here. So the plagues, the 10 plagues, we're going to go through them because this is going to be on the pizza. Water turning to blood. I mean, that's marinara sauce. That's, that's your sauce. Like yeah, sauce. Yeah, 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 it's your sauce. Frogs. So I'm thinking like kind of fried frog legs. Yep. Throw that yep. on there. Yeah, just a little bit of the thigh meat. Yep. Yeah. So there's a bunch of uh, insects as well when okay. it comes to the 10 plagues. There's like locusts and stuff. So I think like a lot of people eat cicadas. Well, what you could do... Tim, as you could, a lot of people will, you, and, and they're actually not bad. I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to eat potato chips before I snack on bugs. I'll be honest with you, but they're not bad. You could do, um, like they, they do, um, uh, deep fried grasshoppers. Grasshoppers, yeah. Or, um, 
I don't think flies is an, a no no go, but like grasshoppers, which is like a locust type creature, right? Yeah, but like you said, like a cicada. Yeah, you could deep fry them, and you'd have little little you, crispiness. So you put some grasshopper yeah. stuff on there. Yeah, livestock pestilence. So I mean, that's just like chicken, probably. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna throw we're a gonna meat. cook the chicken. Yeah, like. throw a meat on there, <laughs> yes. and, and yeah, boils. Boils. Is oh boy. So I think what you have to do here, I don't even think this is a topping so much as you have to cook it to make sure that it gets like that bubble in the crust. Maybe you. Uh, inject a tiny bit of air into each, into the, each one so you get a cool little boil on, on each slice. Hail. Hail, that's tricky. So what I would think is... Oh, man. So I like I just wrote down, maybe you get a slushy with it. <laughs> with hail? I mean, you could sprinkle a little sea salt on top. Mm, okay. You know, that could be your hail. I'll grant that. Yeah, I like that. Just I a like little that. bit of... Like, just to punch it up a notch. Other than that, yeah, I can't really think of too much... You could use garlic cloves as your hail. Okay. They they have that white translucency when you cook through. Yeah. So you could call those your hail, just chunks of garlic clove. Not bad. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's an idea. Uh, darkness, the plague of darkness. So that's just well done crust, I think. I think you got to burn the crust a little bit. Yeah, you got to toast up the, the back end of that crust a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yep. And then... <laughs> or of black course, olives. Of course, the, the easy... Oh, that's yeah, that's good too. I, I like that. Yeah. And the easiest plague, the killing of firstborn children. Sure. Um... So, <laughs> I don't know. Veal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to have veal on it. That would cover your... Or you just put a little baby on top. You put a little baby on, I, like, a, like, a little figure, like a toy. That's how you top it off. Yeah. Instead of, like, the... Instead of you know those creepy, like, baby shower? Have you ever seen, like, creepy baby shower yeah. games where, like, you have to, like, suck on an ice cube until, the like, the creepy little plastic baby comes out and shit yeah. like that? You've seen this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like, just put one of those little babies. Put, put it on, like, the... Um, Table thing they always put in the middle of the pizza. Put like a little baby, that little baby on there. That's like good. Bake it in or like mold it into. That's good. Uh, do you want to do anywhere you want to move on? Should we get no, back to the movie? Let's do it. Let's finish up this this movie. Samantha meets Mrs. Alban, played by Mary Warnoff. When mm. she emerges from the basement, Mrs. Alban explains she was looking for her furs and then makes Samantha uncomfortable by commenting on how desirable she must be to young boys. Yeah, she's weird. <laughs> the Almonds give Samantha half of the babysitting fee plus some money to order a pizza. Mr. Alman assures Samantha that the mother-in-law will be no trouble and will probably keep to herself in her upstairs waiting room. They also leave a phone number where they can be reached. Mary Warnoff, real quick, she's from like uh, Silent Bl- Night, Bloody Night, Death Race 2000. She has a great quote that I wanted to read. Sure. She did a lot of cult movies. She's kind of known as a yeah. cult actress. She says, I knew what was art and I knew what was shit, but sometimes the shit was more interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> she rules. Uh, anything else you want to say about that segment of the film? No, I think she's a ton of fun. She's, I mean, you know, at this point she's, we know what we're in for, I think, in terms of like, like this is very on its sleeve, you know, this is, these people are creepy and bad things are going to happen. Um, this is where we cut and do, once the they leave the house, we cut and do our kind of, our, there's a couple of great needle drops in the movie. Um, the first one is uh, the Breakup Song by Greg Kinn, the Greg Kinn Band. Very good song. Love that song. Um, the second one I that I I immediately think about, then this is kind of the, the, the song I think about in regard to this movie, is uh, One Thing Leads to Another by The Knack, I believe it is. The Knack? Yeah. yeah. And uh, she kind of dances around the house to this. And this is what we were talking about with padding. There is a lot of that in, in, in this middle section of the movie. I do wish there was a little bit more suspense or creepy stuff happening that even if she wasn't noticing it. Yeah. Stuff yeah. that would play with the viewer a little bit more because it really just kind of feels like she's, like we're just kind of seeing her lounge around the house a bit. 
Yes. Which is not terribly interesting to watch. I like Jocelyn Donahue a lot. I think she's very good. Um, but you kind of like, can I can I get have it? Not a jump scare even. Just can I get something creepy in a window or something? You know, you don't get a lot of that. Um, but this is a fun little section of the movie. The the, the dan- you know her dancing around to that. It's kind of sweet and fun. So yeah, the next yeah what I've got next is you've kind of covered um unbeknownst so we'll just skip that part we yeah talked a little jocelyn donahue she, she's okay yeah yeah, she's, yeah. um unbeknownst is samantha because she's asked to do a lot here actually i mean in yeah. some ways because she's got to carry that whole 20 minutes 30 minutes of the and i think she does well yeah. yeah unbeknownst to samantha the family she saw in the photos lies slaughtered in an upstairs bedroom arranged as part of a bloody pentagram that's a creepy reveal mm-hmm. yeah yes samantha hears strange noises and armed with a knife goes to explore the attic at midnight all of the lights in the house blow out samantha sees a hand open the attic door and she passes out so yeah we've got past that thing this is where the movie starts to pick up again yeah now we're getting into the the kind of the climax and the the you know the final bit of the movie, we're gonna figure out exactly what's going. Well, kind of figure out exactly what's going on. We get a pretty good idea what they're what they're up to. But um, yeah, that that the reveal of the family being the family having she discovers a photograph first of a family with the kind of station wagon or the car or whatever it is outside the house that was there when she pulled up, and so she's starting to go, uh, something sketchy here. You know, I like all that stuff. Then the tension kind of dies down, and then once you get the reveal of the family upstairs, I, it's kind of, the gas pedal's pressed pretty firmly at that point. So, yeah. When she wakes, she is gagged and tied to a slab in the basement surrounded by satanic symbols. The omens, including their son Victor and a dwarfish demon, enter. The demon draws a pentagram. She's sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about her. I did too. Yeah. I think I was, the, the first time I watched this, I was kind of like checked out of the movie at this point. So I was kind of just like, eh. I was just like, eh. But this time around, I noticed a little bit more. Uh, the demon draws a pentagram on Samantha's belly, then tries to force her to drink blood from a bizarre animal skull. Don't do that. Um, no. Samantha breaks free of her bonds and rushes upstairs. Seeing Megan's body in the kitchen, Samantha grabs a knife. Victor chases her and shoots her in the shoulder, but she slits his throat, killing him. Samantha is racked with abdominal pain and flashes of demonic faces. Yeah, the, all the flashes and stuff are pretty spooky. Yeah. It reminds me of like, the, the, um, the Pazuzu face in The Exorcist. Yes, yeah. I think that's probably... Very, a, very similar to that. Yep. Miss um, Ullman corners her in a bedroom and tells her that it is too late for Samantha to alter the plan. Mrs. Ullman is distracted when she believes the eclipse is sending her a message from Satan, and Samantha stabs her in the back. Grabbing Victor's gun, Samantha flees from the house, pursued by Mr. Ullman, who was wounded when Samantha escaped from the basement. He tries to calm her down and tells her that Satan will arrive as soon as the eclipse is over. Believing it to be the only solution, Samantha shoots herself in the head. A big-time bummer for everybody It's, it's a brutal ending. Yeah, it is. It is kind of sad. So... What's <laughs> it's a brutal ending. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was okay. I was seeing what was going. Something was happening off. Uh, sorry. No, you're good. Off mic. I was just curious. Sorry, <laughs> distracted. <me. laughs> uh, local newscasters talk about how astronomers are confused that the moon seemed to move through the eclipse more quickly than it should have. Samantha lays comatose in a hospital bed, but she and her baby are. Oh, she has a baby, and her baby are expected to make a full recovery. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about. Her shooting herself, I forgot about. A lot of the finale of this movie I forgot about, which is weird because it's like one of the more memorable parts. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I don't. But um, I mostly remember her like kind of uh, walking around the house and all that stuff, which is like the kind of, I think we both agree, the down section of this movie, if there is one. Right. Um, 
But I like the finale of this. I think it works. Like I said, I think there's other movies that have done it a little bit more effectively, more suspensefully, creepier, you know, the whole nine yards. But I do think that this mostly works. I think it's a really strong prototype, including this finale, for stuff to come. Um, Yeah. Let's hand out some superlatives and get out of here. Let's do it. Who is the uh, who's the best click? Best have, click. It has to go to the satanic. Yeah, they seem like right? a pretty tight knit group. I mean, they're family, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know what the the creepy troll lady is. I assume she's the mother in law, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they seem like they're pretty pretty tight. They seem very upset when when members of the the crew get killed off. So, who is the most likely to sleep through an earthquake. That's always a fun one. Like uh, our boyfriend. Oh, her roommate. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, her roommate. Yeah, she's, she's on she's drugs, I think. Up, yeah, and she's... Oh, that's right. We do see her first. Oh, she's like And gone. she's like out of it, yeah. yeah. So she's like the uh, Leon from Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. of this yeah. movie. Except for she's getting laid. I don't think Leon was. <laughs> Class clown. Class clown. Who's the funniest person? Who la- would you laugh at the most? You know... Uh, you know what? The class clown for me, because it's a clown move, is... Greta Gerwig for eating that eating pizza. That pizza? Yeah, she, she eats that pizza weird. Yeah, it's her. Just people don't act like that. I'm trying to find a couple more here. Class, That's a good one. Uh, class Heartbreakers. Heartbreakers. Jocelyn Donahue's a beautiful woman. Yeah. So she looks good. She She's a bit of a heartbreaker. Um, You know, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. It is. Most likely to drop their phone in the toilet. <laughs> Oh, what's a, a Greta Gerwig again? Because her hands are all greasy from the pizza. From the pizza she ate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That maniac. Um, and finally, let's do best all around. Who's your favorite character in House of the Devil? Uh, it's probably Tom Noonan. Because <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah. Because he's just he shows up and you're like, well, he, you're creepy and you're going to be the bad guy. Like, there's no... If I didn't already know I was going into a horror movie and that you were already... Like, that we were kind of what we... Like, if I if I hadn't watched a trailer or anything, like, I'd already know, like, this this guy's a problem. But he's really funny, and he's playing it so earnestly that you're like, I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure Tom Noonan is playing it as if it's obvious he's the bad guy. Does that make sense? Like, right. He's he feels like he's playing it very earnestly. Like, I don't know. Tom Noonan for sure, MVP. That's it. That's the House of the Devil. That is the House of the Devil. We hope you enjoyed all of the pizza talk, Tim. I did. Um, I know what I want to do next. Perfect. Yes. We have a plan. Well, kind of a plan. Hear me out here. We mentioned last episode that I have a blind spot in my horror knowledge. Okay. Okay. A pretty decent sized blind spot for Hammer Horror. So, I, you are not blind to the Hammer Horror. You are more of a recent, not that you haven't seen it before, but like, you have recently delved into Hammer Horror yeah. a bit. I would like you, based on your experiences with Hammer Horror, to suggest a Hammer Horror film that you think I would like to see as my first oh, in my consideration boy. of diving into. So you want to do... Okay, so this is like... I want a Hammer Horror movie, but I want one that's going to be a good entry-level Hammer Horror movie. I think we need to do... For you, I think we need to do a Christopher Lee I, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, we yeah. need to do a Christopher Lee, and we probably yeah. need to do a Christopher Lee Dracula movie. That's also what I was hoping and for. I think but there's should... so many, Tim. I don't know where to start. Yeah, I, I think, need your help. I think we need to go. F- Honestly, I think we need to. I think the best 
thing here is to go with the first. Go uh, OG Christopher Lee Dracula. Dracula. Yep. Nineteen, f- which I believe is Horror of Dracula. Nineteen fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yeah. So yes. Horror of Dracula, and I'm looking right now. Where is this available? Because I think it's on Peacock. And I oh, that's excellent. Free Peacock? I believe so. Because I don't have a Peacock subscription anymore. I just ended that. Um, but this seems like something. Oh, this is off. Okay. Um, is this the this is the first one, right? I believe wondering. fifty-eight was the first Hammer Dracula. First in the series. So we can do this, or I can find another one, because it, it's only for rental right now. On Amazon, though? Uh, I can rent it on Amazon Prime. That's fine. I'll pay a few bucks yeah, for it. That's fine. three bucks That's on fine. Amazon Prime. Okay. I have no issue with that. Okay. Okay. That's what we're going to do. I, I'm excited about this, because we have not been back to the that far back in a long, long time. That was the initial like thrust for me. It was like, I want to go back far, because we have not done 60s and or 50s much at all. In yeah. the last year of recording, so I want oh to go way gosh. back, and and Hammer seemed like a fun place to go. And this so. is perfect too because it has Alfred himself and Michael Gow. Michael Gow's in this? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Is uh, <laughs> Cushing in this? No, Cushing came later. Peter right? Cushing is in this. No, is he Van Helsing? Yep. Dude, yep. I'm so jazzed for this. I can't. <laughs> yeah, wait. it's only it's only an hour and twenty two minutes. I am pumped for this. <laughs> yes. And we don't do vampires very often. No, we don't. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, this will be a good one. This will be thrilled. a good one. Uh check out patreon.com. Oh, I put up a new honor roll. That's up. Covered a bunch of movies I did not like. So that's all I'm really excited. <laughs> uh check out the Midwest Game Nerds at HM Yearbook on Twitter, horror movie yearbook on Facebook and Instagram. I might do a TikTok someday. You never know. Oh, Tim, don't start. <laughs> I do a TikTok someday. But we'll be back next time on uh, Horror of Dracula. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay safe out there.